Good gracious Father, we invite you once more as we have gathered to deliberate upon your word, to share the little knowledge that we have in your revelation and our experiences in life regarding this topic on on fatherhood. God, as you know, some of us, we, we never had a, a father and we desire to have one. But we can learn about fatherhood from your word. And as a result of learning from your word, we can also be fathers, future fathers to our children. As um, welcome to Kingdom Grace uh, podcast. Today, again, I'm here with um, Mr. Ambrose. And we are going to talk about an interesting um, topic to celebrate Father's Day. And uh, for me personally, I have to confess, Ambrose, this is the first time in my entire life taking Father's Day very seriously. I wasn't really planning it. Number one, I'm not a father. Number two, I never had a father, so there's nothing to talk about. And besides, I have that grievance towards fathers because I never had one, you know? You don't want to talk about something you never had, but deep down your heart, you need it. Deep down your heart is missing. Yeah. It's more or less, it, it reveals to you the realities of life that we never want to face our giants in life. We never want to face our, our difficulties in life. But you see, the chessboard has taught us the hard way that uh, if you want to win, you need to attack. But most importantly, you need to position yourself to understand that the different pieces on the chessboard know where the enemy is, right? And so if you know your enemy, it's not you running away from your enemy. It's you understanding that I have this problem. You fill yourself with the knowledge, how therefore do I overcome it? That's true. It's true that me and you, my father died when I was six. And quite a number of people that have lost, you know, their, their fathers, their, their mothers, right? But the fact that we're talking about Father's Day today, there are many that have lost their fathers. Does that mean you you take away the, the deep feeling of wanting to be a father? Does that mean that you take away the teaching yourself on how you're going to be a good father? How you're going to be a father to someone and perhaps inspire them to become a, a father figure, right? In a, in the next generation that they're you know they're gonna bring forth. So you realize that until you consume yourself with the knowledge on how do I tread the journey of being a good father, despite not having a father figure in my life. How do I make myself better? It's the principle of knowing who you are, seeing the gaps that you have in the inside of you, and finding a way to fill those gaps. 
So if you realize you do not have a father and you consume yourself with that knowledge, how about the Bible that you read that tells you you have a father above in heaven? That is your first father, right? And so it's true that your physical father is not with you, but there's a father far and above and beyond that when you pray to him and when you follow his word, there's no better way, there's no better way to father an individual like reading the word mm. and understanding the word and allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you. I have not grown up with a father figure, but when I assess my aspirations of becoming a father, my deep love that I would want to cherish with my children and how I would want to transform them and help them understand that when we come in union, right, and I become a father to them, it's the love that I'm going to put to the family that is going to help them become a better person, become a better father. Mm. So me consuming myself with the knowledge Right, that fatherhood starts at an early age. Fatherhood starts from the day you were born, the exposure you 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 know that you get to interface with, how you relate with the people around you, what they say, how they treat perhaps their the wives and the societal behaviors all have a role to play in fatherhood. So that means even if I do not have a father, the community is fathering me. Mm. So how the community is, you know, doing the things it does, you know, where will influence the kind of a father I'm going to be. Though it is also very true that um, research has shown that, you know, families that have grown up, you know, um, in a peaceful, uh, you know, environment with uh, seeing how their fathers treat their mothers and how their fathers treat their siblings. In a way, it has a later life influence, whether good or bad, on how they're going to become fathers. If their father was violent, in a way, you may see the violence as well replicated in the son or in the daughter at a later life, um, you know, stage in life. So it's it's a very interesting topic to talk about father uh, Father's Day to talk about uh, fatherhood and uh, sharing um, me and you as young people talking about it is a is a very you know um, imperative uh, you know topic to share at this age because we need to realize that it starts now mm. it doesn't start when you get into uh, the union with someone it starts now the habits mm. that we engage in as young men um the character that we develop as young men and how we look at uh, our companions that are going to be um you know the bearers to our children i noticed that we we celebrate mother's day with more intensity with with more loudness than Father's Day. And I know many people have reasons why. Um, because the lack of fathers 
in the house or in the home shows that people don't really treat the same way in terms of celebration of mothers than fathers, right? So my question I want to pose to you is that why is it that there's a lot of more loudness when it comes to Mother's Day celebration? I'm for it. I love Mother's Day. I want to support my mother. But when it comes to Father's Day, it's silent. Mother's Day is loud. Father's Day is silent. I think most of the things that, that uh, come to the uh, feminine gender, uh, usually there's a lot of loudness, you know, that uh, moves with them. Um, that is, you know, uh, it has been like that. But also it is very true that uh, mothers really play a pivotal role in, in our lives. Uh, the fact that um, when you look at a family, mothers spend most of their time with their children. And so... The fact that they spend a lot of time with, uh, with us, uh, in a way, they have a lot of influence and a lot of impact in our lives. And, and that's where we need to wake up uh, as men, as fathers in a, in a house, in our homes, um, to realize that it's not about the money that, you know, we, we give to her, um, the mothers. It's not about the um tuition or school fees that you pay for the children, it goes far and beyond that you need to create time. So as fathers, not all fathers, but, you know, majority of the fathers, we have, I say we have because I I know I'm going to be a father. In the mind that um, most of the fathers have uh, negated the families in, in terms of creating time, um, and I don't mean just time. I mean, um, you would say resourceful time or you'd say time when you are there. You know, there's time where you are in the house physically, but uh, (laughs) you're not there in the actual sense of being there. So as fathers, I think um, we need to go far and beyond and understand that uh, we need to do more. We need to do better and be in the lives of our children. But also you've had the, um, the you know, ideology that uh, usually the boy, the boy child loves the mothers most, while the girl child loves the, uh, the fathers more, right? That also, in a way, um, tells us why, uh, you know, Father's Day is a little bit... Uh, silent and mother's day perhaps is so loud but but most importantly it's the time the time that we we you know we create with our families mothers have given in more time take a look from the time of breastfeeding yeah to the time of um uh, nurturing you year one year two year three all that time who do you spend your most of your time with so that person that you spend most of your time with, you'll find that they bec- they make more meaning in your life. Mm. And that's why Mother's Day is, you know, um, so loud uh, compared to Father's Day. But also, you, s- you see, they say that um, when, you, uh, when you empower a woman, you've empowered the whole um, world yeah. or the whole country. I-, I think that is true because equally you find families that are, um, 
Mothers have stood the ground while fathers have deserted their roles. And that also comes into perspective because of uh, the women empowerment that we have seen over the years, which uh, has left some men vulnerable. So we have more empowered women than empowered uh, <laughs> men because girl child has been empowered more while yes. the boy child has been neglected in courts. So you find that uh, mm, mm. the mothers then, then you know, are, are empowered to, you know, play their role. They know what their roles are as much as the boy child who later on becomes a father. In a way, um, perhaps you would say that they're losing touch of what their roles uh, should be. And that influences their neglect for family and that, you know, raises the mother to to play the pivotal role in a family. And that's why Mother's Day stands out to be so uh, loud. I, I also think that uh, there should be a place to appreciate our fathers. And based on what you have said, the amount of time our mothers compared to our fathers, which makes sense. And you also mentioned time and empowerment. These are key points, especially... We live in a society where women empowerment is, is something very huge. It's it's on mainstream media. It's it's in pop culture, but men are not being empowered, and we have we have put men aside that they don't have a need. They don't they don't have a drive. Um, they they don't they don't need to be empowered. They don't need to be appreciated, but truly we do. As we speak about Father's Day, there's a lot of. Uh, 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 interconnected things that we need to talk about on Father's Day and why why Father's Day stands uh, a big deal. That when you em- when you empower a woman, and you do not empower a boy or the boy child that is going to take on the responsibility of becoming a father at a later stage, so how are they going to hold the woman that is empowered? That's true. Yeah. Right. So you find that we have. We have boy, a boy child who becomes a man and from a man he becomes a father but a father that is not empowered, a father that is uh, missing on what the, his roles are but also how to navigate the role of being a father because there was no any uh, uh, you know, father figure uh, you know, sessions or there were no uh, menship sessions or sonship sessions, you know, that were, uh, you know, delivered or empowered in them as at their, you know, youthful stage, right? So it, it's a big deal as we empower the, the girl child. It's also very important that we wake up to the realization that if you want good fathers and if we want to see the decline in gender-based violence, mm. We need to empower the boy child that later on becomes the father that we are celebrating today on Father's Day. So that, that leads me for, for us to define what fatherhood is. I've noticed that being a father is not just the conception of a child. Being a father carries a responsibility at a stage in a man's life. And um, 
at this stage, most men think that their their fathers, as a result of bearing a child, yes, that's one uh, component of being a father, but the other one is responsibilities. And um, several responsibilities uh, I came up with here is that father, they do provide, fathers um, protect, and um, fathers also discipline. So in, in terms of provision, most times we, we think that fathers only provide the, the physical needs of their household. What about the emotional need? What about the mental need? What about the spiritual need, the spiritual care of, of their household? Not just the physical care. Um, fatherhood is not uh, just the state of, you know, having a, a child and um, then we define you as a father. That is one of those, uh, you know, in, in a definition of a father. God sent the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit, uh, you know, are made Mary conceive and later on we see Christ Jesus come into perspective, into play, right? So that is the physical uh, uh, inspiration of fatherhood. And now he, so we can confirm that fatherhood, yes, comes with you having a child. We can't call you a father if you do not have a child, right? But we can also... So, so child bearing is the foundation of a It's a foundation, right? But again, go beyond and above and see that we have people in our communities that have taken on responsibility, mm. right? And they're looking after the siblings. They're looking after their nieces. And at some point, we define them as fathers. Just to cut you off, so you cannot father... <laughs> if you don't have someone in your life to father, because you need to have someone to father. It might not be your biological son or daughter, but you need to have a human being to father. Exactly. That is what I wanted to, that you, the, the ability for you to be called a father is having someone that you're fathering. To have someone that looks, looks up mm. to you, sorry. Mm. So wow. that state of being called a father is not only uh, uh, defined having a biological. So, so I'm going to interrupt you a bit because what you're saying is very deep. So someone that looks up to you and then the person that you look up to, you assume that that person has what it takes to take care of you. That exactly. person has what it takes to be responsible for you. For you, mm. right? Mm. So now, if you take... Uh, you know, being responsible of me, right? Mm. Now, take away the aspect of you uh, having given birth to me. Mm. That is one of those aspects. Yes. But then we have seen there's another aspect where you have taken responsibility of taking care of me, mm. right? So then your role goes just far away from just being a provider in terms of the physical needs. Mm. But what, when we say responsibility, responsibility is very wide. Mm. Right? A father is protective. 
right? So that means you have to protect me. Mm. A father is inspirational. I have to learn from you. I need to see good out of you. And so that means what you do is going to impact mm. my later life. Mm. Now and then. Mm. When you're taking responsibility, responsibility is diverse. It's wide. Mentally as a father. So as you you condemn my um my bad habits or my inabilities. What have you done as a father to see that you mentor me? A father is a mentor. Mm. A father is a coach. A father is a leader. Right? Mm. So that um, cocktail of responsibility, right, defines fatherhood. How, how about this spiritual care? Because that's something that our generation, we have neglected. We see that in the Bible where fathers will take up not just the physical responsibility, but also the mental and spiritual care. And, and that was something that God emphasized to for fathers to, to teach and instruct their children in the ways that they should go when they grow up, they will not depart from it. But we live in a culture where the mothers are doing it. I'm, 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 I'm okay with it. But the fathers have to, have to also know that their number one responsibility, according to the word of God, is the spiritual well-being and welfare of their household. And you see the gap, you see that gap in our, in our day-to-day churches where if you do statistically uh, or analysis and look into the church, you see that the female are actually more compared to the men. Mm. And now that over generations and generations continues to be the same. Wow. When, when Christ Jesus said, let the little children come to me, to me. right? Mm. They're innocent, right? He mm. took the responsibility of fatherhood. Mm. And the disciples which wanted to get rid of the, the wow, wow. He took, he took the responsibility wow. of fatherhood. Wow, wow. And now, because we have our fathers in this day, in this modern day, that have neglected the responsibility of fatherhood. So we see a decline Mm. in those that have chosen to teach themselves the word. Or we see a gap that the the boy child has been left out. Mm. As Mm. we call on the girl child to go to church, as we call on the girl child to get educated, as Mm. we call on the girl child to be in service, to be devoted in Christ, we leave out the boy child. So when we leave out the boy child, Mm. when he becomes a father, how is he going to influence the Mm. offspring or any other child that is under their custody Mm. to do the contrary to what he did? He's going to take them the same direction. Mm. And so when he takes them the same direction, we're going to see a gap in the spiritual empowerment. Mm. 
mm. of the masculine gender mm. right and, and that that over and over time has become the problem we see in the boy child or in our fathers that we have today that are you will get a woman who is a prayerful woman and trust me you'll find a man who says me and church are not anywhere related wow. and you know you also need to understand that church is not the building but church is you church is you consuming yourself in the word mm. how many men are able to do that so we feel the men or the fathers are so busy for Mm. for the word you can't give what you don't have you know what i mean so the fact that they they're so busy for the word the fact that they're so busy mm. to empower themselves spiritually mm. they can't pass it on because you can't give what you don't have and the fact that they were denied that in the young stage they equally don't know anything about it so that means they can't pass it on Mm. Uh, um <laughs> I mean God God represent himself as a father. I've always yeah. asked why. Most times he, he he we we describe him as a father. And if us as men, the male man doesn't go to the source of God as the father and learn from God defined himself as a father. Then how are you going to have the grace, the, the ability to father others when you don't want to go to the, the source of fatherhood, who is God? You wow. don't want to learn from him to say, wow. how can I father my child? But men these days, we're not going back to learn. When, when, you, when you come across a man, they will tell you, it's like, it's like worshiping God is a weakness for a man. Exactly, and 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 you see, and you see, my brother. That's why we say that a family is the basic unit of life on this planet Earth, and equally understand that love is the best thing that God has ever given us. So, as we come to the conclusion of this, you need to understand this: that if love is the best thing that God has ever given us, and the family is the foundation of life is the foundation on this planet earth mm. then we need to understand that as our father our fathers are not empowered as our fathers deny to cultivate the best in us there are two people that are being affected here mm. the masculine and the feminine because mm. a father has a very pivotal role yes, in so. impacting in the girl child absolutely Absolutely. So the girl child can learn mm. how will I love my man? Mm. How mm. will I love wow. my children? How will I uphold my family? So they don't, they, they ha- they, they're not supposed to only learn from their mothers. And how can I even teach my boy how to be a man? How can I teach my, my boy who is going to turn into a father wow. to love and treat someone's daughter perfect to love and cherish mm. the principles of family and to grow the foundation of planet earth forever because when families ex- ex- extinct this planet is no more 
And that's why we see an increase in the divorce. Because that's what Satan wants to break. He knows the power of union. Mm. He mm. knows the power of family. You see, when you wow. die, wow. the first thing they look out for is your family. When you become mentally ill, the first thing they look the out family. for is... Every time, we went back to family. Wow. And so... Therefore, the first attack is going to be on the man. I think, I think our, our generation of, of, of men don't know their worth. They, know, don't, they don't know their identity. They don't know how important they are to their family. When a man fails to understand his worth in a family, so is he going to fail to understand the worth of a woman in a family? Mm, mm, and what that deep. brings... Wow. Is catastrophe wow. mm. within the family. Because mm. if I do not know my value in a family, how am I going to know your value? Mm. If mm. I do not know your worth, how, how am I going to know your worth? Mm. If I don't really know my own. You know what I mean? You can't know that another individual is empowered until you know you're empowered. That should wake us up as men. Know what our responsibilities are, but more important, understand that until we're in unison with God, the master of teaching us how to hold our families, the master of the master of teaching us how to take care of our little ones, the master of teaching us how to take care of our wives, the master of teaching us how to conduct ourselves with adopted children because those we equally have to father mm. but also to understand that we have a responsibility to father this earth mm. Mm. by putting in check that which God has put to our responsibility well thank you so much